Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering Kim K joining the skinny white boy BF gang. Yeah. Pretty people breakups. Oh. And Michelle's journey to her final four. Yeah, and this is episode 190. Let's go. I might add those sound effects later. If they're in there, you guys got a special treat. But uh, maybe just for that one, you know. Um, But yeah, guys, welcome to the show. Right now, I'm in Orlando. And V, you're where? I'm in Naperville. Naperville. Right outside of Chicago. Okay, okay. Um, We are home. This is our Thanksgiving episode. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, listen to us while you're making some food. You know, traditionally, you know, people don't really listen to podcasts on days like that. Like, you know, I I would just think um, I don't listen to podcasts on Thanksgiving. So you guys might. But if you're getting ready, if you're having to make some stuff in the kitchen or whatever and you need something to bop to listen to our little voices. That's not a bad idea. We might be the ones reporting on all your pop culture needs over the holidays. So. Right. Um, It'll give you something to talk about with the family that isn't, you know, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or if you're going to get married soon or if you're going to have a kid. So I, I, honestly, th- we could be a tool. Oh, my to goodness. Changing that subject. Veronica, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. You know, if you need a good topic to pivot to or from Future Bachelor, got you covered this holiday. Uh, That's right. V, what's going on? How are you? What's the, what's it like being back home? It's good. I got home last night. Um, so I've been working from my preteen bedroom. It mm. used to be pink, but they've made it the guest bedroom. So they painted over it. Um, it we call like it the nice, Airbnb. It looks like a nice room. It is a nice room. I do love it. I, I miss, I was like, sometimes I just stand in my walk-in closet and I remember like having a walk-in closet and I like cry a little bit. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. but <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> I was spoiled, okay? Um, but uh, yeah, this past week and week, weekend, I went to, I talked about it at the end of last week at week's show. I went to a um, comedy show. It was Sebastian Maniscalco, big comedian from the Chicago area. He's from Arlington Heights, uh, Italian. He pretty much talks a lot like my dad's side of the family. Um, so it was, it was an interesting show, especially because like, interesting crowd because like georgia there's not like a ton of italians there um but it was just an interesting crowd in general fun show um got to like go out funny he was very funny he's he's a i mean i love his stuff like i've been watching his um his specials and stuff on netflix for a while and just like his other little bits um, but yeah, it was fun. Met up with my friend Clarissa and stuff after we had some drinks downtown. It was obviously crazy. Cause like everybody was piling out of state farm arena. Um, but it was a good time. And then on Saturday, um, I did a lot of sports watching. I went to brew house, watched some 
Premier League soccer with some people. Um, and then I went and watched the Mizzou game with some of my Mizzou alumni friends and um, watched Mizzou beat Florida, which was great. So that was, I mean, a lot of, lot of sports, a lot of laughs. And now I'm back home. That's what's so. up. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I had my friend JR in town this past weekend. And um, that was really fun. Got to show him around Atlanta a little bit. We went to church. Um, that was a good old You got to take, I take all visitors to church. Yeah, you know? I mean, that that kind of, uh, the way it worked out was kind of weird because he like ended up talking to some girls at this, at uh, one bar we're at. And they were just like leaving and they were like, yeah, we're going to church. I'm like, I guess we got our next spot that we're going to. So we ended up, <laughs> we ended up at church. So, um, and you know, and for people who aren't from Atlanta or haven't been to Atlanta church, it's, it's called sister Louisa's church of ping pong and porium, blah, 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 long ass name like that. But it's like a very novelty esque bar that has like a bunch of, I would say blasphemous, you know, depictions of you know church religious yeah. if, you're, icon if you're super religious kind of and get offended by like religious stuff that's probably not the best bar for you probably but, not the bar for you yeah but it's also um very fun and getting bigger and bigger so i loved it yeah it's so cool but um v i really want to know what are you watching you know i'm gonna be real this past week leading up to this episode I've been behind on my watching game because, as I said, I watched a bunch of sports. And I finally watched the I Bet You Think About Me music video by Taylor Swift. It has uh, Miles Teller in it. It has um, a couple other stuff in there. The and it's just Stranger Things. Yes. Well, that was that was the all too well. That was Sadie. Oh, that was a in whole the other, other one. video. OK, that's yeah. She this one was um, I Bet You Think About Me was directed by Blake Lively. Mm. So. Um, it has a little bit of that magic in there. It, it's a well done video. It definitely has like a lot of like, I mean, Taylor Swift is the queen of like an Easter egg. So there's a lot of little different hints, clues, whatever. And of course, Swifties are out here peeling apart every single little one, even some that probably aren't. Who, Was uh, the music video good? I liked it. Yeah. And I mean, this week, I'm sure I'll come back for next week's episode with a bunch of stuff because I'm at home and I'm going to be watching stuff catching up on stuff there's new seasons of things my i plan on watching the um the jonas brothers family roast that's out right now on netflix um i wanted to watch that before today well but i mean this is a little, might be a little quick hit but have you been seeing stuff like rumors of like priyanka chopra and um Nick yes. jonas having some marital issues yeah. i have some of it seems mostly unfounded um but people people are all like but she changed her name on instagram to just being priyanka like the the display name instead of priyanka chopra jonas and people are like well maybe she's got different deals and stuff coming up maybe it's just branding um and i mean she was part of this roast filming so i don't know i mean i'm looking to see if there's going to be more that comes out on that uh, but so far there hasn't been a lot of things. Well, apparently that... didn't they get engaged after only like two months of dating? Yeah, they got engaged like really, really quick. I think they got married like maybe after like six or eight months of like knowing each other. Man, I feel like that would really break. And up. they had like five bajillion weddings because they had like a big Indian wedding. They had like a more traditional American wedding. They had like whatever. It was very intensive. Word, word. Well, I've been watching a couple things. 
Well, yeah, well, what have you been watching? Well, I've been watching, um, I actually went to the movie theaters um, this past weekend to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ooh. Yeah, so um, I went to go see it. It's definitely, um, you know, very nostalgic. It takes off from the second movie. It kind of doesn't include the the one from 2016 with uh, the all female cast, but this yeah. is like a continuation of of the original two movies. Of the eighties so, ones, yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed. Spoiler: I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but um, they didn't it have just s- came out. Yeah, well, they didn't have Slimer in it, and if you're looking to see oh, Ghostbusters, um, it doesn't have Slimer in it now. There's a post credit scene I won't talk about, but um, <laughs> but. I'm hoping okay. that will give us, you know, some insight into the sequel of this movie. Um, I really don't know where they're going to take it. Like, I think this might just be a one-off kind of bridging between the original and like the future of the Ghostbusters franchise. But um, yeah, I feel like they're they're doing something. They probably make it like Avengers or something. This is like every movie tries to become like the Avengers, where they build up to some cinematic universe. But um, right. but I liked it for what it was. Um, and then I also started watching this uh, show on Netflix called Hellbound. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? I don't know. What is it about? I mean, it's another South Korean made show like Squid Games. And um, and I think it's actually like risen like faster than Squid Games, like taking over the number one spot of watch thing on Netflix. So South Korea is really pumping them out right now. But it's about like these demons that like come and and they'll let you know, like something tells you, like, it's, like and they'll let you know. Yeah, they'll let you know. Be like, these demons, they'll let you we're know. We're coming to get you in a couple days. Like they'll tell you, and then they come in a couple days and beat the crap out of you and take your soul then and send you to hell. They come in a couple days. Yep, we're coming in a couple days. We're gonna beat the crap out of you and send you to hell. So oh, it's pretty God. crazy. Check it out. Um, but V, why don't we get into something we like to call? <sighs> Quick hits. <laughs> what do we got for some quick hits, V? So we talked about this like either a week or a couple of weeks ago, but it's official. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are dating. I see. You know what I don't like about this conversation is the fact that like, yes, okay, they're official. What does that mean? Because like Kanye's out here like still married to Kim Kardashian, right? Like, why does I guess, no one yeah, talk about? I don't about- really know what the status of the papers of the divorce of Belbeck kind of. I don't know legally where that stands. How are they out here in the open, like like being all open and stuff, without that being clear to the public? You just kind of look kind of crazy out here, don't you agree? I mean, probably. I I I don't know how else like. I don't know if like it's just like that's the power of celebrity where you could just be like it's because we've been I mean technically think about it Kanye was de- dating Arena Shake however you say your last name after they were separated and that was already over so yeah but I guess, Kanye is very quiet about it like I don't know it wasn't quiet everybody knew no 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 I'm saying no Kanye's quiet about this Pete Davidson situation like you know you would think that he would have something to say or freak out by now in public and that hasn't happened like it's like he's letting right. it happen something it's just really weird the whole thing well, I mean him and Pete like hung out I mean like they're pals so I don't know. What do you mean they're pals? There's like an old fi- a picture and stuff like of them all having like dinner and stuff together. Goodness gracious. What else we got? 
Yeah. Um, so people have also been speculating that the Kim and Pete thing is like sort of like some people are not convinced that they're official official. And some people think it's Kris Jenner doing her devil duty work where she is out here, you know, trying to help cover up for one of the other significant others of the families, the family's main money, money grabber right now, Kylie, i.e. Travis Scott, i.e. Now two billion dollar lawsuit against him, Drake, etc., for the whole Astro World situation. Um, so, but no, it's so. There's also been whispers that he's probably going to get like ex- dismissed from it from this lawsuit. I don't know how you get dismissed from something this huge, um, but we'll have to see how that continues to pan out. It's two billion dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know um, about that whole situation. Definitely Kylie's been quiet on social media and everywhere um, right. since that event. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about it. And yes, Travis Scott has a lot of responsibility like to his fans and stuff. But when it comes down to a show, I feel like, you know, exp- I mean, specifically for this event, if he's yeah, he didn't incite anything and he's just doing his job and performing like, you know, there's other people that should have like security, police, all these different things that should have been in there, you know, um, ahead of time. There's I mean, they do planning stuff, right? Yeah. But I also feel like it kind of like comes down from like the tone that he has set in like in general well i think that's that's an overall problem but up until this point it hasn't been a problem like you know it's 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 one of those things where like i mean i I think it's happened in the past to like other shows where people have died but i mean this is it hasn't yeah i mean he's had injuries and other issues at past shows too though really well -hmm. we'll have to see how that all pans out um what else we got so a couple of big breakups one between Kaya Gerber, a.k.a. Cindy Crawford's daughter, and Jacob Elordi, known for being in Euphoria and uh, the kissing booth. They had been dating for about a year or so. They're just, you know, generally tall, gorgeous humans, and they have broken up. I think it was pretty amicable, um, amicable, and it just, you know, I think it was just like timing, things, life. Bigger breakup was between Sean Mendes and Camilla Camila Cabello because they, you know, made their relationship very known to us. They had a very obnoxious makeout videos. They had very obnoxious just like things. Like they were always just, you know, out and about, spotted by the paparazzi, doing their little quarantine walks. Um, and supposedly a lot of it has to do with how like when stuff started to ramp up again for both of them and they were out working and doing their different things. Um, like when they started to come back together after like being apart working and stuff, like things just weren't hitting the same, I guess, I guess things were from the beginning. I knew this wasn't forever. So yeah, a lot of people have been like, finally, like I can't believe it's lasted like two years or so. Definitely lasted Uh, longer than I thought it would, but I mean, I'm giving that up to COVID. Right, right. I think definitely quarantine helped uh, keep them together for a little bit longer than maybe most people would have expected. Well, um, what else we got? Um, So this is actually really interesting. So Adele, you know, released her new album, uh, 30, this past week, and she had tweeted about how, you know, she she's like, I wish they would remove 
the shuffle feature on my album on Spotify because, you know, we don't create albums. This is her words. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. And the, like, you know, you, you want people to listen through to get the full story, especially for this kind of album for someone like Adele, which it's like talking about, you know, a year in her life or a, a time period in her life around her divorce, things like that. Um, and Spotify, you know, Spotify listened and they went right to it and they, um, they went through and they made it a different option, especially, I guess it's primarily with the premium accounts where they rolled it out, where albums will not default to shuffle. They'll default to, you just play the track through the whole track listing through. And you can like, I guess, do some other way to like get to shuffle if you want. But like, if I'm listening to a full album, I'm not trying to. Not trying to shuffle it. Yeah, you know what I, mean, I mean exactly. I mean, it's kind of weird to. I mean, if you like an album so much, you really wouldn't want it shuffled, right? Right. No. Wow, that's incredible, like, though. And uh, it's like it's like people. It's almost like a Shark Tank moment, you know, where someone just says something like that and it makes complete sense. Right. Well, because like I feel like I've gotten into that. that's happened to me recently. Like if I'll be listening if it's like a new it's a friday and there's like new albums dropped and i'll be like i'll just automatically click on it and some and it'll go and it won't always go in order on spotify and i'm like what's happening no, yeah no, no. no i do it, i have done that before too completely and it's annoying. the worst um, well, well i think and i think about like how back in the day um I used to like memorize because if I listened to albums that I liked a lot, you know, CDs, I would listen to like my one pair more album all the time. I like memorize what came next. Like I would start singing the next song because of like how it all flow together. So I feel like it, you know, getting back to that kind of experience. Oh, yeah. Um, what else we got? So, um, Iman Schumpert, who is a former NBA player, um, is actually from the Chicagoland area, uh, is, um, is married to Tiana Taylor. Um, he won Dancing with the Stars. That makes him the first, um, makes him the first, uh, former NBA player to win. And also it was just pretty big because, you know, he beat out Jojo Siwa, which I feel like is, she... She's a dancer. And like, Matt James. Uh, well, I mean, he beat out Matt James like for weeks. Like Matt James didn't make it at nearly as far. I just, I just, um, uh, you know, thought we should bring it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely cool win to see. I mean, much love to JoJo. I love what was she's doing. Was he a good dancer, there. or was it? Yeah, what, like. What they had a really awesome, so during like I think their Halloween week, everything had like a Halloween theme and they did, him and his professional partner did um, a get, uh, it's us, you know, the, the Jordan Peele like th horror movie and they did the like five on it remix to that and they did this like really incredible like rhythmic dancing to it and it was just, oh. and he's like the king of a lift, like he was so poised at being able to like throw his partner around in the air and like she would it was just incredible work so cool stuff cool cool stuff um anything else for quick hits it was the you know these award shows it's uh, they are all weird are all weird and stuff and like grammy nominations are out and stuff now but the first of like the music awards or the amas usually and those just happened um cardi b hosted 
you know, she pulled it out as Cardi B is known to do. Uh, we saw like Chloe Bailey perform Mercy for a second time. And I think she performed it better than when she first performed it. Um, and BTS, as per usual, these like K-pop kind of groups, like they like dominate. They won a ton of awards um, and they were artist of the year. New artist of the year was Olivia Rodrigo, which makes sense. Favorite female pop artist was Taylor Swift. Um, favorite pop tour group was BTS. A lot of them and Megan Stallion. Meg the Stallion won like favorite trending song and a bunch of other um, hip hop artists, things like that. So a bunch of those kinds of wins, mostly Meg, mostly BTS, mostly Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo. So all deserving. Um, well, v, what made you go yikes this week? Well, this um, kind of gets in a little bit to some of our Bachelor, Bachelor Nation uh, news, because as we had talked about, Katie has been doing had been doing her 12 days of messy, which already was kind of yikesy to begin with, because she was definitely, you know, pinning different, you know, pinning different men to different Taylor Swift songs. Some of them were like, you know, nicer interpretations and others some were kind of shady to the point that you know i knew you were trouble was for thomas and becca unfollowed um katie i believe because that's her man and she's not gonna have you know katie you know saying that kind of stuff about him but she just ended her 12 days of messy with a very big reveal that she's now dating um john hersey who was the cutie pie who like i forget um I forget like how he came in for her season, but he was just super sweet. I just remember loving him. And like when he was let go early in the season, I was like justice for John and justice has been served for him, I guess. But uh, for Blake, the timelines are getting a little, little close because I guess they, she was seen cause she had hung out with like John and his friends, like close to the Blake Florida. is saying that he, she emotionally cheated on him. Right. And he unfollowed right. her, right? Right. Yeah. So, so dude, she lived up to this 12 days of was, messy yeah. name. Yeah, for real. Very messy. Things got very messy. messy. I know. And I mean, good for her and John, but like she like released like this whole montage of like they're dating his I'm like, you guys can't have been dating for this long. Like you've you guys were I think they talked about their breakup end of October it's been a little less than a month it will probably be like a month as of when this podcast records Goodness or maybe gracious. like releases so like it's kind of like all right you know how much talking to John were you doing towards the end of your engagement or whatever well so, um since we're, since we're already talking about bachelor nation news it's, I guess it's that time to talk about the bachelorette on our show it is indeed yeah, and, um, you know, this is something we've been, you know, putting this part of the segment on YouTube, like to our Bachelor, you know, talk. So shout out to everybody that's finding us on YouTube. If you're here, I just think it's appropriate now to say subscribe to us and give us a like, you know, that's the stuff yeah, that for they, sure. they say, you know, so welcome to our channel type stuff. Um, with that, be <laughs> with that being said, um, Veronica, where do we start this week with The Bachelorette week six? Week six. Um, so we are, you know, obviously still in Minnesota. Mm. Um, the day the show starts with uh, several of Michelle's former students 
coming in and they are pretty much evaluating all the guys left. There's eight guys left, evaluating them to see who they're going to send on the first one-on-one date of the episode. So essentially, this is ABC's last chance to get uh, like as an advertisement for Clayton to be the bachelor that we already right. know he's going to get. This is epi- this episode like I would say a good 45 minutes if not more is dedicated to Clayton and just making us trying to make us fall in love with Clayton. Exactly. And, and it starts with these kids. I mean I, 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 would, I would say that like maybe a little bit starting to but I mean if you can't do that like he's been on the show for a while it's not like he went home you know, fast or anything like that. Like, I'm hoping to get a little bit more out of him on his season of The Bachelor, which, you right. know, usually you do when you're, you know, dating multiple girls or d- multiple right. people. But, um, yeah, so Clayton ends up winning this, right? I mean, anything. Yeah, he built a he built a good fort. He made sure the kids could ask him some weird questions about, like, if he shaves his nipples and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and he, because he's you know muscular, but they had you know it's 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 funny. Kids can really kind of tell you know yeah. things about people. Like they didn't like Martin, which I mean, Martin was like I feel like Martin thought he was like I'm gonna talk to these kids like they're adults. Like I'm not gonna try to belittle them. I feel like that was the vibe Martin he was trying to get. Doesn't know how to talk to people like, but he know? doesn't know how to talk to people in general. Well, like I, I just, mean, th- like, he knows how to talk to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know what that means? Yeah, I do. I do know. I because so I had tagged because we had talked about the whole the whole thing from last week of the high maintenance bit, mm-hmm. and I had tagged him in our story, and he, like on my story mm-hmm. on my Instagram, and he replied to me, hot out the gate, full ass explanation. <laughs> I got it. I got it all. Um, you know, it, it felt very, I was like, and I kind of made a joke with him because we were going back and forth. Cause I was like, you know, I've been me and you, Sai, I've been watching this show. I've been doing this podcast. I've been analyzing how these things work for a while. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're, you know, we're not new to this. We're true to this. Mm-hmm. But, um, we, I was like, you know, obviously the edit gets done certain ways, Whatever. I mean, in general, the bleached hair vibes already kind of like sets him into a certain category. Being from Miami sets him into a certain category and that in my in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, we went back and forth and we talked and he definitely, you know, talked about how the show is good at making people look a certain way, blah, blah, blah. It can be he even sent me a little voice thing of him being all like, it's like sociopathic almost. I um, don't know. Like, you know, but, I, I, but I, he was very defensive. Yes. He still, he still even said in these messages to me that she misunderstood him. Yeah. I mean, and then it's you could a tell, shame that she didn't get it. You could tell, which from, I didn't love that. Yeah. Coming from a woman. <laughs> you could tell from even this week's episode that like he wasn't even letting, you know, I mean, this we're going into the future of this, but eventually, you know, he gets sent home on, on the group day at the end of it. Um, during it, right? Like the cocktail. Yeah. Part. Wait, let, let's hold up on that. Let's okay. get to that. I All like right. to get. No, 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 keep us on track. Where are we at? So date with Clayton. Mm. We're being we're trying to be sold that Clayton is, you know, 
See, is this a, is the reason why I'm, I skipped over all that because, like, to be honest, it was boring. Like, it was. I mean, they do some cute shit at a museum. But I can tell hear, she wasn't feeling it. We hear a it. lot of like, we hear a lot of his interviews. That's most of that date is mostly like his little sidebar interviews, being all like, "I could really see myself with her." Blah blah blah. Like, I really want a family. I really want kids. See, this all is this a prime shit. example. This is a prime example of if they like you, you get a good edit. Like, I like they right. could have easily had like some wonky music in the background as he's like doing things like doing goofy shit like you know in the background (laughs) and making him look all dumb if if he was like an an asshole or something but because he's the next bachelor this is the type of edit you get even when you can tell that this girl is really not like she's being nice she likes you she like i think she enjoys spending time with him and i think she does really enjoy the fact that He's good with kids and good, especially with like her, you know, her students. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it gets to the end of their date and she pulls up the rose and she's all like, I just don't think we're there yet. Like, she's like, I'm not going to go meet your family. Like, I don't want to go to Missouri and like then have to break up with you there. Like, ain't no thing. So he gets sent home. He's like real sad about it. They even do a little thing later in the episode with like the kids wrote him notes, you know, and they even do a thing later in the after scene where they show one of the one of the girls, Jaylene, I think her name was painting his nails and then her like, you know, the producers asking her questions and she's like and they're like, what do you think will happen next for Clayton? And she's like, he'll be the next bachelor. I'm like, this is come on. Yeah, no, I was really <laughs> you, I didn't even now. like the way that producer asked that question. Me neither. You you didn't like it either. See, we watch this stuff too much. It's like I don't like. I was you... I'm like, this is blatant. This isn't even like subtle. Right. Like I'm like, and we're using these kids to try to sell us this well, white bread to like me, lead. To me, it's just like it, it kind of um it hurts the integrity of the show when the producers are thinking that far down the line. Like it's like you are only getting Clayton knowing that you probably if he doesn't get picked. Like, he's going to be The Bachelor, you know? That's that's Right. Like, I mean, my thing is, like, he didn't even make top, like, the final four. And he's going to be the lead. Speaking of, well, I mean, we'll get there. Let's move along to the group date. Yes, yes. Let's go to the group date. The group date, they go to a farm. Mm. And they milk some cows. They scoop some shit. They churn some butter. Joe and I love, I have to say, I really love the interactions between, like, Nate and Joe because you can tell they have friendly competition like they really they respect each other like you could tell Nate's all like god Joe like I can't, what can I out best like I can't best him at anything this dude is Nate, out here Nate just, has the height but yeah Joe just easily just like, silent killer yeah. literally, literally just the silent killer continues he's just out here churning butter and they're like damn look at that butter like <laughs> dude yeah he was churning the shit out of that butter and 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 it was like actual butter like you know like it was for real and butter everyone like, was in like, there like why is you Joe could so- believe it's butter <laughs> I believed it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's um, that was pretty cool. The Joe was oh, the part that I thought was hilarious when they made Michelle talk about like how Joe is good with teats. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, and then Martin really didn't show up for that one either. So no kidding. Yeah. Like, did, did we think that? And um, who got the, the group to eight rows went to it did go to Nate, actually. It went to Nate, and so this was after even Olu on that, um, on that date, 
No. No, no, no. So they go back to the cocktail part of the date. Yeah. And that's when the guys are all talking, you know, getting some time in with Michelle. And, um, you know, this is where Martin starts, like, talking openly in front of the guys, talking about her speech, like, episodes ago. And, um, and, and, and pretty much calling her, like, immature for still, like, dealing with those emotions. For being traumatized? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was just like, like, I'm like dude, uh, what are you doing? And his and the red flags are popping up. Like it's just like, you know, he's part of a crew that all the guys in that crew look like this at one point. And um and yeah, Martin just kind of like, you know, digging his own grave, uh, to the point where, you know, uh Olu comes and tells Michelle, you know, respectfully um you know and 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 she already knew had a feeling about martin and martin she gives martin a chance to explain himself and he doesn't even explain himself well and then every time she tries to get a word and he's cutting her off and like you know and like saying how she's like you know taking it the wrong way yeah it's like dude come on just stop talking for a second let her just i know you know this is the problem people just like their own mouths are getting them in trouble so um damn straight she ends up being like dude i just gotta trust my heart and my gut and um, i'm gonna walk you out and like it it ain't it yeah doggy and and just like you could see the difference between a clayton exit and a martin exit um you know how it's done with class and how it's done with no class so well i just think what really turned me off of like martin's exit was that you know he's in the limo saying stuff he's all like that's not a woman worth my time i'm like she was worth your time like two minutes ago right she was worth your time before she put you in a limo on well, that, your way that's home. why it looks ridiculous to talk all that smack on the way out right. it's just like dude you're just you're digging yourself in a deeper deeper grave so um but you know he's gonna be like she's gonna regret it it's like that's yeah that's i feel like that's like i mean and he'll probably end up on paradise he's definitely the kind of type where i don't know i've been hearing that they might not do another season i know we talked about that before that they might not do a paradise season but i mean he would be ripe for that paradise yeah um well uh from there uh you know nate ends up you know saying i think he's like one of the first people to say he's falling in love with her and that's probably why he got the group date rose at the end of that right i think joe should have really gotten that but i think they can't i mean yeah if we're gonna go based on like though too much yeah so um and yeah so anyways they go from that they go to their next one-on-one date what's going on with that with brandon the one-on-one date is with brandon and so they go to michelle's favorite like local little ice cream um like pop-up pretty much it's like a little trailer um ice cream place they get some these giant ice cream cones i'm like and honestly it was a little bit of a sociopathic move uh michelle bit into her ice cream (laughs) (laughs) like she bit into her ice cream for the first i was kind of like "Ah," like my teeth got a little like my teeth hurt watching no i I think people do that the the you if you're gonna buy ice cream you gotta bite it at the first like you know you know the top you just bite the top you know no but she like bit at the side <laughs> that's horrible oh my goodness do you, do you see? oh no no there's no defense for that um 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, thank I God th- Michelle has so many other great redeeming qualities. Yeah, no, she's great. Biting except into for ice that. cream. Um, but yeah, essentially, um, so then they end up going back to her actual house, and she's like, "Right, um, you're not meeting my parents because they're not here." And he was like, right. "Oh, okay. like it was typically it, it felt very high school." They're, she's like, "My parents aren't home." <laughs> I know, and, and, and the whole thing, all like, and he's all like, he's like super car. respectful and stuff. He's like, she, like she's giving her dad's bathing suit to him and everything this is where i'd start like freaking out as like he was so cool about it i'd be like oh i'm not wearing this dumbass bathing suit like that's first of all <laughs> <laughs> maybe i wouldn't but that's what i'd be thinking and um but yes hey if you like if uh if your potential wife asks you to get into a hot tub and she's all like oh i all i've got are my dad's you know extra trunks are you really gonna say no no i probably wouldn't but you know what i'd right. be thinking you know what i'd be thinking so anyways you'd be like i wish these had a different pattern yeah <laughs> he's all like are, are your parents cool with me like being in your room and stuff i thought it was so cute yeah um they end up in the hot tub and i just knew that the parents were just gonna walk in at any second and they did they walk yeah. in and, um, you know, it, it's very awkward, but they get dressed and they meet the parents and and um, and he kills it. He, knocks he it. kills it. He even was he asked for like time with them alone. Like he was like, Michelle, can I talk to your parents alone? Which I thought was like a great move on his part. Like he ha- didn't have to be prompted by them or anything. He was just like, let me let me, you know, let me give him a lowdown. And I thought that was a great move because like I feel like he definitely comes off as like such like boyish you know because he's got like a little baby face he's a little bit younger than her um he just kind of has like that boyish charm to him but i felt like that really showed that he still like he does have maturity and he is like you know in it to win it yeah i mean one thing that she said about him that made like complete sense is like she he 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 shows her how much he cares like you know he right he he's around he like he's he's there you know and it's a lot more than a lot of other people are doing for her probably um even though she right. might, has connection with people like she he she knows like it's all good when it comes to him so um yeah he gets the rose and he sticks around over clayton which is pretty incredible so shout out to him um so yeah so here we come to uh Rose ceremony. Well, yeah, nothing really happened at the dinner. They just kind of talk more and, and he kills it. Pretty much he's like, I'm like falling in love with you. And she's all like, I'm like tripping, falling in love, yeah, like whatever. Like, it was great. Um, it the, was cute. The rose ceremony comes, uh, you know, two of these boys already have roses. Um, so four of the guys are left with two roses there waiting to send two men home. And um, at this point, we know Joe is getting a rose. So we know it like it's a given. Yeah, it's really down to three men. Um, And, you know, she ends up picking. I mean, what is the guy? Rodney. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that either. We have been pinning him as being like headed to the friend zone or in the friend zone. He's going home next week after. I feel like some of those previews showed uh, like some, I don't know, with his family, but it looks like everybody's family is going to get a little tumultuous, but, um, and they're all, um, I love Olu, so I'm really sad that Olu went home and yeah, I feel like- Yeah, I really like, thought he thought he was going to get a rose just for telling and getting, what's his name, out of here. Well, I also thought, like, I thought they had like an emotional connection, like, 
from these past couple of weeks, but I guess not enough. And I really am surprised that like over, you know, over Olu, it's, it's Rodney, but mm-hmm. I don't I know. Think she, she just had more of a chance to get to know Rodney. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe she just wants to give Rodney more time, you know, right. It's true. More investment there. Um, but yeah, Olu goes home. So, you know, this is like, I and would so say, does Rick, who like I didn't, I can't even believe Rick made it this far. Yeah, I thought they had a little connection at one point, but um, you know, I was looking around and I'm like, this is pretty incredible. Like the last four men are all men of color. Men of color. This is the first time in this show's history. Yes, a final four of all men of color or POCs well, in general. Let's go. Um, so that's a win. We're getting there. Um, and, <laughs> and then next next season's going to be a white man. Yeah. The whitest of and white And reset all the progress. Right. But um, no. Uh, well, guys, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, we did talk about like previews of next week showing, uh, you know. Some... All these families look mixed. Um, it who looks do you think, like. Do you think that's Joe's dad talking about him not being ready? Or whose dad do you think that was? <sighs> Maybe Joe's dad. That was my guess. Maybe Joe's dad. And then it looks like uh, Rodney's mom is going to get upset because she doesn't want his heart broken and some shit. And then it looks like Brandon's brother is going to be like, bruh. And then it looks like something happens with uh, Nate. Right. Right. Looks like there's going to be. And she's got a pretty strong connection with all these last four that she has left, supposedly. Um, So... It's going to be tough decisions. Um, I'm, I'm also just interested to see where they're all from because I'm guessing they're actually like going back. I wonder what this protocol looks like now because this show has taken a little bit different of a vibe than uh, both, you know, Taisha, Claire and Katie's season and Matt's seasons. So, right. Um, well, uh, V, do we have any other news coming out of Bachelor Nation? A lot of stuff this past week, but big, big news. Zach and Tasha broke up. Oh, wow. um, they had been engaged slash together for a year. Uh, people said, I think there's a lot of stuff going around that they, you know, were getting into a lot of fights. He was getting jealous of her success. Like, and she's been, you know, super busy doing the show, doing like other speaking engagements, doing other entertainment based things. Um, and people said that there was like, he kind of was acting sort of rude to her, like even when they ran the marathon together. Um, and, uh, so yeah, definitely sad stuff. I kind of, I mean, we both, we, everyone loved his little, his speech at the end of her season, like when he proposed and everything. But I feel like I was one of the people who didn't really want him to win, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I didn't see that forever love between them. I mean, it's not like sometimes you see that and it just really doesn't. I saw a for now love. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard. It's really hard. Like, you know, when with uh, like leads like that, like almost you have to be like, um, it's almost like they're the president of of like, you know, and they have to be like the first man or whatever, because, you know, and I just feel like his like his kind of personality couldn't handle that. I think you know, he would get a little angry and stuff and wanting to also shine in the light a little bit with her. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, anything else out of Bachelor Nation? 
Um, well, we talked a little bit about it last week, but also part of Hannah Brown's book. She talked about, I guess, she there was this horrible uh, thing that happened with her aunt and cousin back like growing up when she was like, I think a teenager and stuff that they were murdered as part of this crazy thing. So uh, now all these like bachelor bachelorette contestants um, or leads are coming out with books or memoirs of sorts or like, you know, their life lessons, which feels a little silly to me because they're most of them are like, you know, maybe, maybe 30. Um, But, but yeah, sounds like, sounds like Hannah Brown's been through it. Um, But I mean, but yeah, sounds crazy, crazy stuff. Um, well, uh, you know, V, uh, that will wrap it up for Bachelor Nation stuff. Um, catch us next week. Uh, we're getting to the end of Bachelorette this season, and um, it's looking like I really don't know who she's gonna pick. I mean, Joe seems like the obvious front runner, but um, I do love Joe. I do love Nate. Um. I love Brandon, too. I, I don't know, like, because Brandon already kind of got the nod of approval because Brandon asked for, he's like, if I'm here still, you know, I'm old school. I want to, you know, get your guys' blessing to, from her parents. And they're like, you know, if she wants to be with you and you're here still, like, we, you know, we fully will support her because whatever, they liked her and they liked him. So um, I think that's a good sign for him, but uh, I don't know if that, gives him a complete leg up over a Joe or an eight. I really, I feel like Rodney is a dark horse. Like if he, I just don't see him making it past next week. Well, um, that'll do it. Uh, V, why don't we talk about a slapper of the week? Yeah, why don't we? I don't know what it is. I don't either. Actually, I'm not going to lie. This last week, I have not even listened to new music. I mean, I'm tr- have you, have you listened to anything new? The most I've listened to is uh, is Adele's new album. Yeah, what's your favorite song off that album? Adele, my favorite song is probably Cry Your Heart Out. Cry Your Heart Out? Yes. All right, well, Cry Your Heart Out is our slapper of the week. No, seriously, is that the one? It's a good song, yes. No, is that our slapper of the week? Um. You know, hang, hang on a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute my mic so I can listen to it so you don't get dead. No, I, I like it. I was gonna pick an Adele song, anyways. I mean, it's it came out. It's official. Um, you know, it is what. Yeah, it is. it's a bop. All right, I cool, think. cool. You know, we got our it's an emotional of the bop. Week. Veronica pick "Cry Your Heart Out" by Adele oh. off her new album Thirty. Me. I'll listen to it um, right now, and um, we'll go from there. And but, assess. <laughs> and assess, but um, we'll all do it together, guys. Um, v, do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah, I obviously wanted to shout out the fam, okay. you know, shout out to the home fam. for home for tea gives. I mm-hmm. uh, have to shout out the fam. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my friend Maria, my former hair dresser. She was one who hooked me up with the tickets I had to pay from, but like got me the tickets for um, Sebastian Maniscalco, which was awesome. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my Mizzou alumni pals that I don't always get to see, um, but it was fun being able to get together and watch the Mizzou game together. So shout out to Janelle and Brent and Jared and Sean and <laughs> other folks. Pew, pew, pew. Um, yeah, so I just I wanted to give a shout out to uh, JR. 
um, for coming through town and, and visiting your boy. Guys, check him out. He has a podcast called JR Off Air, available everywhere. He's got some pretty cool guests that come through there. Um, you know, JR's been in the radio business for a while, so he knows a lot of those um, higher ups, you know, those celebrities. And, uh, and we're one of them, V, so that's Ooh. cool. Um, shout out to you, JR. Pew, pew, pew. Um, and then just happy Thanksgiving to everybody that's listening in our family and to you, Veronica. Um, I love you all. And uh, this is the time to be thankful for the most important things in our life. And that's definitely UV to me. Oh, and that's you to me. What? And I'm thankful for all of our listeners as well. And, you know, I might not seem like it, but I'm thankful for Mike Fleiss for making this stupid show for <laughs> us to comment on every week. Yeah, and um, it's going to take us into the future. You know, we're almost here. Yes. This is episode <laughs> nice episode 190 of the podcast. We're really getting close to that 200th episode. Um, I'm thinking we should do something special. That's 10 weeks from now, so um, know. we can we can plan some. But um, yeah, guys, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're being safe out there. I hope you have a good weekend and enjoy your time off with the fam or whatever you're doing. Um, you know what it is. This has been Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Gobble, gobble. Future Bachelor Podcast.